everybody, and welcome to episode 117 of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast. We are your hosts, Tony, and I am Lou. How are you doing today, Tony? I am well. Is it is it a little chilly in here? It is a little chilly in here. I had that. Well, you know, it was funny because on Friday I had the the air conditioning on, yeah. and then it went from like 80 degrees to literally like 35 the next morning. And uh, so I forgot to you know switch the heat back on when I left for the weekend, and so it was a little chilly in here this morning. I got it on 73. But it doesn't feel like 73 in here, does it? Uh, no, it does not. It does not. Uh, so what's going on? What do we got going on? Is anything going on? Is anything happening? No, we what, do apologize what? for the long delay. It's been about a month. It has? Yeah. That's a long time. Almost. Wow. Our, the last time we recorded was on the 2nd of October, and today is the 29th. Wow. Wow. So. Looking forward to Halloween? Uh, no. Why? I hate Halloween. <laughs> Why? Why are you not looking forward to Halloween? Because I will be 45 in a couple months, and I am still required at work to dress up on Halloween. So, so? It's the there's week nothing wrong the with most. that. There's everything wrong with that. What are you going to dress up as? I have no idea. I will do it at the last minute. Uh, are you going to have an elaborate costume? No. no. <laughs> are you going to wear like a baseball hat and say, I'm a guy wearing a baseball hat? <laughs> Would that qualify at work? Um, yeah. I mean, you're not. you're not... You know, you don't have to go crazy. Obliged, you're not obliged to wear a costume either, but everyone does. So if I'm right. the one guy who's not wearing the costume, right. then I'm kind of the jerk. Yeah, and nobody's going to tip you. Yeah, it'll be well. like, what's his problem? <laughs> he doesn't even want to have fun. Now, can you can you can you do Halloweeny stuff with like the orders that people place? Like somebody orders, let's say, a burger, and you bring him a fish, and you say, probably, not. you say it's wearing a fish costume. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> probably not. I did see a cool T-shirt that said uh, 404 error costume could not be found. I saw that the other night. Yeah, I was judging That's... a uh, I was judging a Halloween costume contest at a restaurant the other night, and uh, somebody had that on. I thought he made it though. It looked like it was hand. Oh, it, looked, saw... it looked like it was written by hand. Oh, so, so he was just cheap and didn't buy it and <laughs> made, made his own. <laughs> also, four hundred four wallet not found. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, you could do that one. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Where? Oh, you got a Halloween store by your house? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they have that shirt. I yeah. saw it online. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is when actually I, when I Googled easy last minute costumes. <laughs> well, there you go. Get a Sharpie and a white t shirt from Target and you're all set. Um all right. So do we have any mail? We do not. Well everyone's everyone's gotten uh over it, us. Over us <laughs> since we haven't been on for the last month. Our traffic's still fine. I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm surprised actually. Yeah, it's good. I mean, our last episode for some reason had five hundred extra downloads. <laughs> it was weird. It's really I'm weird. Not, I'm not complaining though. Um, I was saying to you that my theory about that, you know, now how the iPhone handles podcasts is different. You used to be able to get them through the iTunes. Right. Now there's just a podcast app. And now there's a podcast app, which I looked for ours through the app, and it's even harder to find. So I don't know how someone would have stumbled upon it. What's up with that? But um, I don't know. I don't know either. Whatever. Not complaining. I'll take it. Not complaining. I'll take it. Do you want to go right into video games? Uh, let's do that. Yeah, our numbers are really up. Yeah, I mean, if you look at are. the numbers for the whole month, not just that. Right. Well, I guess that has a lot to do with yeah. it. But still, they're good. Yeah, good numbers. They're good. Um, we can't say how many millions of listeners we've had this month, but <laughs> we'll say it's up. It is closer to a million. <laughs> right. <laughs> than millions. Right. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, you want to start talking about video games? Let's start. All right, let's talk about Dishonored, which we've both been playing. We've both have you been, been playing? Have you been playing it much? No, I, I really want to go back to it. I, uh, you know, I go in cycles with my gaming, as yeah. I think I've mentioned before, and I'm on kind of a downswing right now. Oh, I have a couple games from Gamefly that I haven't even opened yet. So, oh my I have, God, I think that's what it is. Is I have a lot of games, but yet there's a lot of things I want to see on TV, yeah. and movie wise. TV season. 
I have a lot coming up in the movie section. Yeah, and, and so. TV. Oh, you saw the. Oh, I'm so glad you saw that. Can yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about it. Yeah, um, that'll be good. Um, so Dishonored is a um, a single player only game. It's kind of an action role playing game, I, I guess. You know, there's a little bit of. I mean, there's some story to it. Why would you call it role playing? Well, because you can upgrade your character. You know, you you advance your character and your character's abilities and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know that I'd go that far. Really? There's a lot of story in it. Yeah, but there are in a lot of action games as well. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's a first person something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really call it a shooter because you do a lot of stuff other than shooting. All right. But um, it's it's very. It um, really is. You know what? You've brought up a good point. It's really hard to classify it because it, it can be whatever kind of game you want it to be. Right. If you want it to be a like run and gun and slash, you can it do can that. Be right. Or it could be a stealth game where you're not doing any killing. Right. Although I, I now I will say I finished the game mm-hmm. and I've gone back and I've started playing it again because I want to see how how much of the game I can do without killing anyone. Um. I think that would be really hard. Yeah. Like I don't think it's impossible though. I think because it's the, an achievement. You mean for a level or for the entire game? For the entire game. What? Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. Because if you think about the prison break sequence, how could you get out of there without killing anyone? I don't know. Cuz you don't have any powers or anything. When you start over, can you start with the stuff you have? Not the powers. No. No. I don't know then. That's really weird. So the thing is, is like you meet this guy who's called the outsider and he gives you special powers. And then you can upgrade those powers and get more of them and stuff like that. You find these runes that have his symbol on them. And uh, you find these other things called bone charms. And, and between the two of them, you get special abilities and special powers that let you do things like teleport or be able to see through walls so you can see where people are and what direction they're looking and um, find objects that are worth money and stuff like that. And so, like Tony was saying, you can either just go around killing everybody or you can try to make your way through the game stealthily, which the mechanics of it in this game actually work really well. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really like the way that you do all that stuff in this game. I didn't find it cumbersome and obnoxious. It was actually fun. Um, and also on certain levels, uh, like when you have the teleport, you can even kind of treat it as a platformer. Oh, absolutely. Because because you you can go up above where people are a lot of times right. to climb around in areas where you, you know nobody's going to find you. Or go underground. You can actually, there are rats all over the city. A lot of the story has to do with this rat plague where people are getting this disease. And so one of the powers that you can buy at some point is the ability to possess a rat, and then you can crawl through ductwork and, you know, go through little grates to crawl through ductwork and sneak around that way. So um, I, I did one level where I didn't – no, not where I didn't kill anybody, where I was never detected. Nobody ever saw me. Right. And that was, that was pretty hard. Um, I, I really cannot imagine being able to do the whole well, because game there without are ways killing you can, anyone. I, there are – you know, you can sing up behind people and put them in the chokehold and not kill them. Right. But there are some places where there are always more than one person. Right. So I'm not sure because as soon as you go to grab the first person, the second person will see you. And you can't chokehold them if you're not sneaking up behind them. So, wow, that's amazing. I guess I just have to try harder next time. Um, but it looks pretty cool. 
It's beautiful. Um, it, it's a uh, it's kind of a neat concept. It doesn't really take place on Earth. It takes place on you know some fictional place. Right. Um, it a sort of industrial revolution, steampunky kind of time period. Um, so there's some technology, but not a lot. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's got a, a nice design element to it. I have to say, one of the things that was interesting to me about it was before I first heard about this game from our friend Todd, who was telling me that he had just gotten it and was looking forward to playing with playing the game. And I'd never heard of it before that. So I went online to look it up, and there was something that I read that was an interview with the guy who I, I guess was the head writer for the project and how he was talking about how um, – because, you know, your character never speaks – and how he was talking about how he thought that Gordon Freeman was like a totally creepy character because he never speaks and all this stuff. He goes, and the way that, you know, it's done in Dishonored is totally different than how it's done in, in uh, you know, in uh, Half-Life. And so it's it's not creepy like it was. And and having played the game, I think that guy is a moron and a jerk. <laughs> because he's totally like dissing Half-Life, which is one of the greatest, you know, Half-Life 2, which is one of the greatest games ever made as far as I'm concerned. And his his it's no different. It's right. no different. His right. char- the character never speaks. I don't know how that's any different. Right. It was very weird. But uh, a very nice surprise since I hadn't heard of it and ended up really enjoying the game so much. That's really cool. It doesn't happen a lot. No. No. It's not. Any other comments on it? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. What else would you like to talk um, about? I played more Borderlands 2. I'm enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it as much as I enjoyed the first one because it's just a lot of the same. And... uh. Hanging it's out fun. in the Borderlands. Yeah, it's too. fun. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything negative, but I'm just not, you know, the first one I just was obsessed right. with and, like, right. couldn't turn it off. Yeah. You know, this one I come back to and I enjoy it. But Yeah. Um, then I played a game that's on PSN right now, The Unfinished Swan. And You mentioned that to me. As I described it to you the other day, it's, when you first start playing this game, it's like the first time you played Portal where you're playing something that you've never really seen before. Yeah. Um. The game is kind of a fairy tale, like a kid's fairy tale, and you play this little kid who finds this magic paintbrush, and you go in this world, and, and it changes. The world changes, um, and your paintbrush changes uh, as the game progresses. But at first, the whole world is white. So okay. you have this paintbrush that throws black splats of paint. Okay. So at first, all you see is just a white screen, but as you throw the black splats, it's the world is three-dimensional, so you start to see, like, oh, well, that's, like, stairs. And right. That's, and... uh Moving through the world, then you start to see shadows, and then you then you have like uh, water, and you like can grow these vines that you can climb to get through the world and everything. It's just, it's genius. And it's not like that Disney game with the. I don't know. I've never played the Disney game. Okay. So, I, so what, maybe, what, what's so the name of it? I'm Epic can't, Mickey. Yeah, Epic Mickey. Yeah. Actually, the sequel to that is coming out next month. Because di- what didn't that involve like using paint and stuff to Perhaps. do stuff in the world? So yeah. maybe I'm speaking out of turn, out, out of, of school, here, yeah, out your butt. Perhaps. Yeah, could be. But in my own experience, I've never experienced anything like it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Using the word experience twice. There you go. That's fine. Um, but I loved it. It's a short game. Like, yeah. you could finish it in, like, two, two and a half hours. Oh, really? But the fun is to go back and find all the hidden little things. And, yeah. And the challenges are pretty cool. Are there hidden gold coins? Uh, No. Oh. No gold coins. What? How can you have a game without gold coins? There are balloons. There are gold coins in Dishonored. There are gold coins in Dishonored. Okay. Yes. I've collected many of them. Um, but not all games have the gold coins. But I will say it's disappointing when you finish a level of Dishonored and it gives you the stats of everything you've done and it tells you how much of how much money you got versus how much was available in the level. And like sometimes it, I would collect like, you know, 800 out of like 5,700. It's like, what? 
Where was but all think, that extra you know, money? I, I'm sure those stats count all the people you could have looted, and if you were right, if you were avoiding them, right, you then, can't do that. Right, yeah, that's true. Um, so unfinished one, big, big recommendation there. I mean, try it. It's just, it's, it's just fun in a way that we haven't had before. Yeah, and you said it's PSN only, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I also finished the second episode of Walking Dead and started the third. No, this is Not the right game. Now. This is the game. Right. Um, four episodes are out. I believe the final episode is coming out shortly. Okay. But again, you just get so pulled into that world and the choices you make. I mean, you become emotional when like, you know, yeah. you kind of have to kill someone. Right. In right. order to further. Yeah. And like, you kind of feel the emotion of that. Yeah. So it's it's really good at drawing you in. Yeah. Um, I don't like, what I don't like about it is a lot of times you have to, because it's a point and click. So a lot of times you just have to do some tedious things to get further along now is this an online game like i mean it's just like on the web or something or where, no, where are you playing, playing it on the ps because they always on the show they always advertise some game that i think is like no that's an, different that's oh, like okay. a facebook game or something oh okay yeah that looks yeah, really no, dumb. this is different it looks like you know farmville or something yeah i believe it is like that oh and really? then there's another activision is coming out with like a an action walking dead game like a walking dead version of pitfall i <laughs> no i think it's going to be more like a by the illustrious david crane <laughs> probably like a first person shooter type oh okay like a real game. Yes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool because it's a it's a you know interesting world. There's Absolutely. a lot of variation. And there's a lot you it. can do with it. Yeah, yeah. And I like that in any you know whether you're reading the comic book or watching the show or playing the game, they're all set in that world and and live by those rules, but they're all different from each other. Right. But right. yet borrow from each other. Like in the game, uh, Herschel's in the game for a short while. Glenn's in it, so they do borrow from the characters, but yet. The story is not like any story that you've seen right, in the other Right, that's in the two. show, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is cool. So I like that. That is cool. Um, so you've gone back to World of Warcraft. I, I played a little bit of it. You know, they came out with a new expansion uh, last month called Mists of Pandaria, which is like a an ancient Chinese kind of... Ancient Chinese secret. It is like an ancient Chinese secret. And all the characters are pandas. Uh-huh. And so you can play as one of these panda characters. And they live on this continent that kind of like floats through the air or floats through space or something like that. So I just wanted to give it a shot. And plus, it's something that I could kind of run around in and and let my son watch me play it because right. you know you don't have to when you first when you first start out in any of those areas. There's nothing that attacks you, so you don't have to do anything that has violence in it. You know what right. I mean? So I could just run around and let him see everything. And you know, even when I play, I tell him, "Oh, look, Daddy made that guy go to sleep." Because the characters just fall down. So. <laughs> so he thinks there's a lot of really tired people in the world of uh, Speaking of pandas, did you happen to see uh, our own Kelsey's post this morning? I did really not. Funny. She, apparently she had gone to the Swarovski store, you know, where they sell crystal Oh, I did see items. that. Yeah, I commented on it. I think that was last night. She asked the uh, <laughs> the person working on the counter if she could see the Swarovski panda. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, we have one left. And then she brought her the a, koala. The koala bear. That's right. <laughs> What I said in the post was in the thread was at least she didn't bring out a kangaroo because <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been the next in line. Uh, that was pretty funny. And she told the girl, and the girl was really embarrassed. Yeah, she goes, "Um, that's a koala, not a panda." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, all right, you want to go into miscellaneous? Yeah, I'm gonna jump around here. Uh, Dishonored, since we just talked about that, okay. Dishonored will see its first pack of DLC in December with new story missions being released in 2013. So. Uh, What's coming out in twenty in December is like challenges, oh, like challenge okay. maps. But then new now, story have you missions. done any of those? I haven't done any of those. No, because I think there are some already built in. Aren't oh, really? There? I don't I know. think so. I think I remember seeing something. I don't know, about but that. I have to say, when I bought it, I didn't 
I didn't pre-order it, and I didn't even buy it the day it came out. Bought it a couple days after that. But I went to GameStop and got into a conversation with the guy. And the guy's like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to give you the uh, the pre-order bonus. And it was an extra story mission. What? Yeah. You got that. Yeah. I didn't get that. He wasn't supposed to do that. He was not supposed to do that. Ugh. So I will not say his name, Okay. even if I knew it. <laughs> but you don't. Um, two of my favorite worlds will collide when Angry Birds Star Wars is released on November 8th. <laughs> This genius mashup will feature classic ang- Angry Birds gameplay with Star Wars characters and settings. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. It looks fun. I don't like Angry Birds. I don't think it's a fun game. I can't believe you don't like Angry Birds. I don't think it's fun. It's Sorry. fun for hours and hours. No, I don't think it's fun at all. Um, Legendary Pictures is bringing the world of Mass Effect to the big screen. Now, this is for sure going to happen? That's what they're saying. Because hasn't this been like on again, off again? Well, right now it's on again. Yeah. You know, they're really hyping the old uh, Halo 4 uh, at the movie theaters right now, like the it's weird seeing that many trailers for a yeah. video game at the movies. But anyway, well, that's pretty cool about the Mass Effect. Well, thing. you know, they really got to worry about that one making money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the Need for Speed series will also make it to theaters, starring Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul. So somebody really... was just talking about that this morning. Do you watch that show? Uh, I watched the first few episodes of the first season, and it just was too much of a downer for me. Yeah, I don't like shows like that. Feel dirty when this, it's on. This, this, person, uh, this person who keeps telling me about it. I felt the same way about Oz. Yeah. And and uh, there's another TV show that I think is actually a comedy, but it's another kind of thing where like everything's a down. I just don't Sons like stuff Anarchy, like that. Sons of Anarchy, maybe. No, it wasn't that one. It was something with the family. Like... The family. Oh, Emmy yeah. yeah with... with Emmy Rossum. Is that the one with William H. Macy? Yeah. 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 I don't like actually, those kind of shows. Actually, in Chicago, I believe. I just don't like those kind of shows. Um, I don't want to watch them. I don't. It depends on it. Yeah. But Breaking Bad, I I couldn't. It didn't grab me. It's about drug dealers, right? In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a guy uh, dying of cancer, so he wants to make sure that his family's taken care of. He was like a chemistry teacher, so he wants to make sure his family's taken care of. So he starts making meth. And then. Yeah, I can't. uh, And then the hijinks ensue. I I can't see enjoying anything about that show. I've heard it's a very well-made TV yes. show, but I just I just don't and care. And they win Emmys every yeah. year, but yeah. Um, not for me. Rumors are swirling that the Grand Theft Auto Five will see a spring 2013 release. Aha! Never played one of those. Those games. are rumors swirling. Yeah. Uh, are they swirling in that uh, Frankenstorm off the East Coast right now? Uh, no, but that's <laughs> scary. It is scary, and I have a ton of family in New York, so it's. And Massachusetts, I've got some family in North Carolina, but I don't think they're really going to be affected. But yeah, I mean that's uh, you know I, I, some a member of my family was thinking about leaving the state the other night. All the flights were already sold out; oh, yeah. couldn't get on a flight. Sure, yeah. So it is pretty scary. Like you said, the, they're saying that the if depending on how it hits and how bad it is, it could like actually flood the New York City subway. It's crazy. It is you look crazy. at the pictures now, and it's already flooded, and they have the eye of the storm hasn't even hit them yet. Well, the eye of the storm is good. Nothing happens in the eye oh, of the storm. Oh, really? Yeah. Nothing happens but in the But doesn't it get worse the closer to the eye, but the actual eye is good? I can't remember. But then... I can't remember if it's worse closer or further away. I do not know. Yeah, It's bad all around. So it's already flooding, though? Yeah, George Takai just posted a picture. <laughs> Really, you have well, to maybe take that with a grain of salt. I a lot of a lot of what he posts are photoshopped, so you gotta you gotta be careful. I don't think this was. I'll show you during the break. Yeah, um, Disney is currently working on a console game that will feature major characters from all of the Pixar films. The game is currently titled Toy Box. Oh, I get it. 
I get it. They got the Toy Story. They got all these. It's like putting all these characters in a thing. Right. In a box of right. toys. <laughs> and uh, 007 Legends, a game we've discussed and we're actually looking forward to, was released a couple of weeks ago to <laughs> abysmal reviews. <laughs> Expect to see this game at the top of a lot of this year's worst games list. Wow. Who made it? I don't even know. Some guy named EA, I want to say, because don't they have the license to all the games? I don't know. But apparently what happens is you play the Daniel Craig character, and he, like, he dreams the other, uh, you know, he dreams the scenes in the other movies that Uh, you play. Okay. Which apparently they take complete liberty with. Okay. Um, So you're playing as Daniel Craig in those scenes. That's weird. Rather than playing, like, you Whoever know, it is, Sean Connery and yeah. Goldfinger. What's the point of that? Right. But apparently, they take such liberty with those classic scenes that, like, yeah, you know, it's insulting. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. And like, sad, what kind of liberty for that? Is it like you know, like he asks oh, Goldfinger, you know, you expect me to talk? He says, "No, Mister Bond, I expect you to play Pachisi." <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think that, that, that would be, make it bad. That would put it on the yeah the worst, worst list games of the year of ever. Uh, is that it for video games? That's it. That's a lot, actually. It, it is a lot. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you and scoff, when we come back, that's a lot. I didn't really scoff. I just it was more of a direct question. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about TV. Okay, we're back at this time to talk about TV. Uh, looks like the only thing we have both seen is The Walking Dead. Yes. You saw last night? Yes. Okay. Um, so, do you want to talk about what happened? We shouldn't really spoil it since it was just last night. Oh, okay. But we can give our opinions on things. Okay. I don't like Michonne's constant grimace. <laughs> I mean, it's you over mean the, the top. The two extra arms coming out of her belly. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 over the top for a show that's right. That's I think been really good about not being over the top. Yeah, although Dale was kind of over the top a lot. Yeah, didn't you find? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Merle's back. Merle is I'm back. Not ruining too much by saying Merle's no, back. No, because he was in the preview. Yeah. For the, but uh, uh, Merle's back and he's got some new equipment, which uh-huh. is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, you know, I have a lot of mixed feelings about everything that happened and everything that we've seen in last night's episode. It was interesting because we didn't see the main group at all. Right. I mean, not for well, a second. And then on the last one, we didn't see any of right. uh, Andrea and Michonne. Yeah, but, I mean, do we really care? I don't care when we don't see them. Yeah, but I think I think that whole storyline is going to become just as exciting as the main storyline. So oh, I'm I think sure. it's going to be I'm, cool I'm, when they parallel well, each other. Especially based on what we saw last night. Right. Um, yeah, and they're, and they're already paralleling each other in, in some ways, right. um, but, uh, but obviously not in others. But, yeah, there was, there was, some, there was a, good, a really great scene towards the end of last night's episode. And, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, shenanigans going on, it looks like. <laughs> Don't you think? And that's what we have to say about that. But here, here's here's what here's the thing that we always talk about when we watch shows like this. And I'm trying to think of how to say this without giving too much stuff away. You can you can apply the same thing to the James Bond villain argument of how do you get people to do the bad things that you need them to do? 
You know what I mean? Like, how do you convince people, especially in an environment when you're not all criminals and all bad people, how do you convince certain people to do some really, really bad things? But when the really, really bad thing happened in yesterday's episode, didn't you kind of get from the people following along doing the bad thing that they weren't? Nobody had to twist their arms? No, the opposite. I think they felt very uneasy about having to do it. Oh, right, right. Well, some of them. Some, some of them, them some yeah. some did and some didn't. Right. Um and and that uh I think in that case it like if you go against what's being done, then you suffer the same fate. Right. As it <laughs> this were. Is the most ambiguous It's ridiculous. Why can't we just talk about <laughs> because it? Because it just happened yesterday. No, but people can skip it. I don't know. Cause, cause then we're not really saying anything. You so know? we'll talk more about this next time. Okay. Okay, fine. Everything's going to be a week late from now on. <laughs> We're already a month late. Uh, that's the only thing we've both seen. I haven't seen any of the same. I've seen deals. a lot of stuff. Okay. Look at that list I got there. That's a huge list. Um, we'll talk about The Voice and X Factor. Okay. Uh, they're both now on to the live shows, thank God. X Factor spent way too much time on those battle rounds. I'm sorry, The Voice went spent way too much time on those. They always do. They always do that. I know, but I, ne- I guess I never realized how long those are. Remember how often we talked about that last year? Yeah. About how pointless it was. I do like the thing they added where they got to, if someone got kicked off at the battle. They round, got to steal they them. Got to steal. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I take that back. The voice is not to live shows yet. They still have to whittle down a little. Yeah. See, the the, the, pro- the big problem I have with the voice is after the blind auditions, I, I don't think that anything on that show matters enough in, in the grand scheme of things. Like, the, right. the, all you're seeing is just people singing and hopefully seeing a good performance. Right. Because this is the third season, right? Uh, yes. And I mean, what's happened to the first, what's two happened winners? to the first right. two winners? Nothing, nothing, nothing right. at all. In fact, the guy who won last year totally didn't deserve to win either. So that makes me lose faith in it even more. Right. It's just like, it's just, but surprisingly the, the, um, viewership is higher on the voice than it is X factor. Right. Really? Now. Yeah. It's getting more viewers than X factor. That's so weird. Now X factor. I thought the, the, when I, you know, because I saw the auditions and up to, uh, I haven't seen any of the stuff at the judges' houses because that just like bugs the you know what out of me. Right. Um, but I watched up to that, and I thought they actually had a lot of really talented people on the mm-hmm. show. Um, there were some people who I thought were very very good, but I too, actually too didn't... many sob stories. Yeah, and they spent too much time. They spent two whole episodes. One of them kind of got cut off because of baseball, but um, they spent two whole episodes telling them who made it and who didn't, and you watch them telling them, oh, you made it and you didn't, and right. I don't need to see that. No. So I didn't even watch them. I just waited till they posted that on the website right. and just went on the website to see one. Yeah. And uh, and the only one I'm surprised that didn't go through was the girl who cried all the time because she had been bullied. She did not make it. I don't even know who that is. I, I don't remember. She was always crying. About being bullied? Yeah. Well, even while she was singing, she obviously was she was an easy mark. She's always crying. <laughs> Go get her. She's already crying. Folks, we do not in any way condone bullying. No, no, I'm very much against bullying on every level, pretty yes. much, um, especially the level that involves me being bullied. But, um, but no, I, I mean, that's it, a terrible, horrible thing. It's like so grade school, and it's amazing when you see people who have never grown out of that. You know what I mean? Right. As adults, they still act like that. It's like, are you for real? You knuckle dragging moron. But they are for real. <laughs> they can be your neighbors. They can work with you at the workplace. They uh-huh. could be at the grocery store. They could be in a church or a library. They could be on a fishing trawler. But a lot of them are in a church. 
<laughs> okay, no more, no more statements. No, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Done. Next. Uh, do you know? Oh, do you know who the new hosts of X Factor are? What? They have, you know, they haven't announced who the host is yet. Remember, they fired the host who you hated, the British guy. Oh yeah. The guy so now terrible. they have two new hosts. Okay. Wait till you hear who they are. Um. Wait. 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 Do, do you know? know? No, I don't know. Should I guess? How are you going to guess? Um, it's two hosts. I don't know. A man and a woman. I, don't, I have no idea. Well. Uh, <laughs> Mario Lopez. Okay. And Khloe Kardashian. Okay. Is there any connection between those two people no. before this? Okay. No. Why do they need two hosts? I don't know. But I just see that being terribly uncomfortable. Why? Well, I no, don't because... I don't know. I guess Mario Lopez hosts extra or... Okay. Inside Hollywood or whatever. Oh, and they're always like talking about the Kardashians. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know anything about them too. I'm just saying, like, yeah, they're. I guess he is kind of a host, but I'm saying, why wouldn't you hire a host? Yeah. I mean, what, what, what's Khloe Kardashian's resume that they think she'll be good at this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, but I don't know. I know. I I literally know next to nothing about the Kardashians. I know there's a Khloe. I know there's a uh, who's the other one that Kim. Everyone, Kim. That's the one that everyone likes, right? And I know that Bruce Jenner is their dad. That is well, the extent of my knowledge. Stepdad. Oh, he's not their father? No. Oh, okay. Robert Kardashian was their father. See, I don't even know that. And what's his deal? He was one of OJ's. Oh, he was attorneys. a lawyer, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, but and th- he's that's dead. it. I don't I don't know anything about them at all. That's you really already know too much. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, they're like the worst thing on TV. But I've never well, seen next it. Next to Honey Boo Boo. I've never seen it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's best that you don't know that either. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Let's move on. We're wasting too much time on that garbage. Okay. Uh, okay, so I caught the uh, pilot of Chicago Fire. Yeah. That's, you know, it takes place in Chicago. Sure, and you wanted to see some local scenery. The local scenery is fantastic. Yeah. And they really, I like that they go to neighborhoods rather than it all being downtown. Right. You know, because anytime you see anything in Chicago, it's always downtown. They right. never take advantage of the neighborhood. Right. The but bean this, is on fire again. Right. <laughs> but this really takes place of, you know, some of the cooler neighborhoods. And uh, and not just like the cooler neighborhoods, but, you know, a few of them are, right. you know, on the it's south side. It's all over the city. And, yeah, all right. over. Um, Why is this one precinct going all over the city? Doesn't that smack in the face of how a fire, that's a really good point. A fire station really that's works? That's a really good point. <laughs> But it's just going to lend to what I'm going to say, that this is the worst show on TV. Yeah. The writing is so terrible. It's so overly, overacted. Yeah. Oh. I ha- As a general rule, I do not like anything that has to do with firefighters. Like any TV shows or movies that have to do with firefighters, they're always so melodramatic. Yeah. I just I, – I, and you told me to watch it just to see how bad it was. I started watching it. I couldn't even – I, I couldn't even watch it's it. So I couldn't even watch it. It was so bad. I don't know how long that's going to be on. I'm surprised it's still on. Wow. And I think they've only had like three episodes. That's too bad for them, but you know, write better next and time. And also, people. they many times get in the way of my ride to work. So, oh, you mean filming? Yeah, yeah. They don't actually set real fires, do they? Or do they? I don't know because you know what? There was one thing I saw where it. I would think they would have to. Yeah. I don't know because it looks pretty real. Seems dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could be controlled fires, you know, like the, the those sterno things that just burn, but it's not the, the building isn't really on fire. It's like a bunch of camping tins inside a like window. Between the camera and the building, there is a little can of sterno. It just looks huge. It looks like a huge flame. Um, okay, remember how Revenge last year was my guilty pleasure show? Yes. I have a new one. Uh-oh. And it is Nashville. Oh, God. 
I Every time it. we see the commercials for that, we're like, we're both like, oh, that looks so dumb. I love it. I love it. it but so it's dumb. my guilt. It's total soap opera. Now Hayden Panettiere is in it, right? Yes. Does she have great a, Does she have a neck this time or no? No. She still has no neck. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna say no. Well, she is. She really doesn't have a neck. I never you ever noticed, noticed that? that. Her head is like right on top of her shoulders. Yeah, she has no. Don't neck, I look just right. like her right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but Connie Britton is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I never watched Friday Night Lights, so I don't know what she was like on there. I'm sure well, you know, she was in she was on Spin City. That was the first thing I ever saw her in. She was good on that. She's fa- I love her. Yeah. She's great. And so the whole whole show is around the right. the the was this based on the, was this based on the rivalry between Faith Hill and Carrie Underwood? I don't know. Could be right because it's like the Could older, be. like you know, established right uh, country singer versus the young up and coming, you know, hotshot. Right. Then there's this side storyline about like. Aliens? Her dad. No, her oh. dad is like some big mogul in which, Nashville. Which Connie Britton's or Hayden Connie Britton's dad okay. is some big. Uh, no, Hayden Panettiere's mom is crackhead. Oh, really? That makes for good TV, <laughs> right there. Okay. Um, but Connie Britton's dad, played by Powers Booth, is a. Um, you know, he's just a creepy individual. Yeah, and he plays that, of course. Yeah. Um, so he's trying. He's corrupt, and he's trying to take over. You know, the politics of Nashville. So he has her husband running for mayor, and. It's just a very tangled web right from the first episode. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it. And I have to say, I'm not a fan of country music at all. But yeah. the music that, that was written specifically for the show. Yeah, pretty good. It's, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, not anything I would buy, but. Yeah, there's some good country music. There's so much that's like kind of crossovery. I mean, think about yeah, a lot and of. Everything on the show is. Total think about crossover. even like, I, you know, a lot of the music in the 70s, how it could have easily been classified either as country or pop. And, and I think there are people who still do a lot of that kind of music. Mm-hmm. Some of that's pretty good stuff. I don't like the real, you know, cowboy kind of country stuff. No, there's none of that really on here. Yeah. But I think a lot of the crossover stuff is pretty good. Yeah. Um, then we'll move on to Revenge, which okay. when it came back on this year, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm. it's going to have the same pull for me this year as it did last year. Totally does. So, okay, let me ask you something <laughs> about this show. Um, because, you know, I've never seen it really. And then when I was sick last week, I, I actually, was that last week? That I was sick? Or no, two weeks ago. Whenever it was that I was sick. Um, I actually watched, I don't know, part of an episode because I was just in bed and I just needed something to watch. And it looked like she was, did she go through some kind of like weird training? martial arts combat yeah. training? Oh, yeah. Like Batman. Okay. So yeah. she is like a girl Batman. Oh, yeah. With no costume though. Right. Okay. But she's now infiltrated the people that she wants to take down. Yes, but then all these twists come up, and she finds out more about her past and yeah. just things going on. And I got Jennifer it, yeah. Jason Lee's on it now, who I'm not a fan of, but now that we know more about her character. Is she quirky? Uh, well, how can she not be? Really? Right, right. <laughs> but really, I mean, I thought, oh, this is just going to be a lot of the same that it was last year, but it's completely different than it was last year. Yeah. I still think the best character she ever played was in Big Picture. Character's hilarious. Oh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Shopping cart. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the best lines um, in the movie ever. So, yeah, it's that still got me hooked. Uh, American Horror, Horror Story Asylum has started. Okay. And remember I said I wasn't going to go back to it just yeah. because I really hated how last year's ended, but I've watched the first two episodes. It's really good again. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's a completely new story, though they have some a few of the same actors on, but they're playing different characters. Okay. Um. 
it's been really good and it's been really like it, it hooks you from the first episode and it's really scary just as scary as it was last year if not scarier now that's funny because amy was watching it the other night i'm like so is the show really scary she's like not really so, um well isn't there a part of her that's dead inside though <laughs> i guess the part that would be scared by that tv show <laughs> i'm just kidding amy yeah. i say that because you listen <laughs> Uh, was she watching the new one or the old no, one? No, she was watching the new one. She watched all of last season. Although there was one point last season where she said that it got to a point where it was just seemed gory for the sake of being gory, and she lost interest. Yeah. In the first episode, Adam Levine loses his arm. Yeah? yeah. How's he going to play? Uh, well, he's not playing himself, so. Oh, okay. He has kind of a dirty little scene there, too, with Channing Tatum's real wife. Like sex scene, mm-hmm. you mean? Mm-hmm. Like filthy, dirty, you know, sex stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I was trying to think of something. And anyway, I'm enjoying it. it. I've stuck with it. Yeah. Um, Mockingbird Lane has debuted. No, this week. It no, has this... debuted. De- <laughs> it's appropriate because it's Mockingbird Lane and it's almost Halloween. <laughs> that was not on purpose, but I'm proud of it. <laughs> that started on, on Friday. Mistakes. And I thought I'd check it out just so we could talk about it today. And yeah. it was entertaining. I, I totally... Missed that it even came out. I mean, it's not sitcommy. It's yeah. more like, like I said to you, I, I'd compare it kind of to Pushing Daisies, where it has elements of humor, but there's also elements of like, there's some dark stuff that happens on it, but done kind of lightly. And Eddie Izzard is great on it. He's always great. Jerry O'Connell's not completely annoying on it. Yeah, because I find him annoying. Yeah, I think it depends on what he's in. Uh, but uh, they've taken liberties with the original characters. Yeah, obviously. I mean, he doesn't even look like Frankenstein. No, you know. In fact, it's really cool. On the first episode, right the first time you see him, you just see his silhouette, and it's the silhouette of Frankenstein. Like he has a flat head and yeah. the bolts coming out, and then he walks into the foreground out of the shadows, and he was standing in front of a, a lamp that was hanging. <laughs> so, like you saw the right. shadow of the lamp. It was right. they they play a lot of. In fact, Butch Patrick is in the first episode as oh, well. Really? Oh, really? That's pretty character. cool. Yeah. He played uh, little Eddie, Eddie Munster, Munster right. on the original. So. Yeah. Uh, so, so far, enjoyable. I don't know. I think they just showed it because of Halloween. I don't know that it's really starting now. Oh, okay. So, just a little sneak peek. I believe so. Gotcha. But uh, I didn't check it out again. Yeah. What I won't check out again? Yeah. Life After Top Chef. Why would you check that out? Oh, my God. In the fr- I didn't, I've so, never even heard of that. It was so bad. What is that? Um, It's with where they look at past winners and contestants on Top Chef and kind of follow where they're going now. But- they only follow these four, and then they they go and do things together. Like it's what kind so of boring. Like they did the uh, food and wine expo. In, oh, okay. In Utah, Denver, or, or wherever it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it follows Fabio. Yeah. Richard Blaze. Okay. Uh, Jen Savich. <laughs> and, uh, Jen Savich. I love how you call her that. And Mike, the little Italian guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's so boring. It sounds boring. It's so just boring. in concept. It sounds. I only terrible. watched the first episode, but that's really enough. That's all you need. Enough to let you know you never want to see it again. And I listed Saturday Night Live here because last week Bruno Mars hosted Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and he is really talented, and not just as a singer. Yeah, because um, I thought that, but just he was. Is he the one that kind of sounds like Michael Jackson? Yeah. Okay. And uh, there's one skit they do, and, and we'll watch it on a break. There's one skit they do where they're at the offices of Pandora, and Pandora, like their power goes down. And so um, they can't play any of the music that people want to listen to. They're like, oh, my God, this person wants to listen to Aerosmith. So um, he plays like the janitor or the intern, Bruno Mars does. Yeah. So he has to impersonate all these bands yeah. of pe- things people want to hear. Yeah. So funny. And he did he do a good so- job? Amazing. What what Aerosmith song did he sing? Uh, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. We'll look. We'll watch it on the break. That's pretty funny. It's fun. Yeah. Um. So let's see. We're still watching Last Resort, and you know, it's funny because every. I actually like a lot of the stuff that they do on this show. Um, it, it's really interesting, but it's funny because, like, at the end of every episode, we're like, how are they going to keep this going? But, like, every episode, they manage to keep it going somehow. But there was some cool stuff that happened on this episode uh, with regards to Sam's wife. There was a, something that was kind of revelatory about her that was interesting. Um, how many episodes have there been? Four or five, maybe? I've got to go. They're on On Demand. I've got to go back. Yeah, you should I wanted watch to it. watch it the other day, but it's not on Hulu when I was in my room. So It's on Comcast On Demand. I know, but I don't have that in my room. Huh? I don't have cable in my room. Oh, how come? Can you just get another box? Um, We could. There was a problem with the cable. Jack. Jack. Oh, okay. And like. Yeah. yeah. Figure what the hell. Whatever. I got gotcha. you. Well, can't you. They uh, want to rewire the wall or something. Well, wait, we can't you. Can't you have PlayStation in that room? Yeah. So can't you just go to the web and bring up the Xfinity and watch it through that? Uh, There is an Xfinity. You know what? You're right. There's an Xfinity app on the Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't even think of doing that. But even on the PSN or PlayStation has a web browser, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but I don't know that you can watch. I don't know what it's limited to. Oh, okay. But you know, I probably could on the um, on the 360 now because they just updated the 360. Now the 360 has Internet Explorer. Really? Yeah. Like IE10 from Windows 8? Uh, I don't know. I haven't downloaded it. Huh. That's interesting. But it just. It, I'm talking within the last few days. Yeah. 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 When they release Windows 8, they released Internet Explorer. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's the new one then. Um, so, uh, so we were still watching that. We gave up on six 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 Park Avenue. I, it's too melodramatic. Yeah. It's too like relationshipy. It didn't and, get good reviews. I don't see it lasting. Uh, no, it's just, I it just, and and whatever is going on How in the you building. You don't have that other one here. What other revolution? One? Yeah, it wasn't on because oh. of uh, the debates. So the last one I saw was two weeks ago. You know. Um. But we're still watching that and still enjoying that. And in fact, I think Todd's episode is going to be on. Oh, tonight. I didn't know Todd was going to be on there. Probably, yeah, oh, yeah. He did cool. an episode of Revolution. It's going to be on tonight. I think. I think it's on Mondays, right? I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. Whenever it's on next, it'll be on there. Um, Fringe. It has been fantastic, man. This season is just so good. I can't wait till you go and watch. Start watching that series at some point. I'm telling you, it's going to be one of your favorite. I need to get off my back favorite right now. favorite shows ever. It is so good. Um, I'm too busy with Nashville, uh, apparently. <laughs> and uh, and we've been watching on um, Netflix instant streaming. We've been watching white episodes of White Collar. I have to say, it's a really good show. Oh, really? Not only is the dynamic between the two main guys fantastic, because it's totally unlike most of what you see, where there's like a criminal working with you know a Fed. The the Fed is actually the guy who's funny most of the time, and he's really lighthearted, and he's not always trying to be a badass and stuff. Um, you know, like a lot of times Neil, who's the, you know, the, the criminal, um, he'll think he's being really sneaky about something. And Peter, who's the FBI guy will say, you know, I know about that thing that you did that time with that guy. And he's like, you knew about that. He's like, how'd you know about that? You know? And, and he'll just like, he just talks to him, you know, at face value on everything. Right. And, and he comes over to their house a lot and he's friends with his wife. And, you know, now Peter, they don't leave him alone with the kids, do they? Uh, they don't have any kids, oh, good but, uh, and I, I don't think he would steal them anyway. But um, but it's like their relationship is great. But what's really cool, too, is there's there's a story element that is is weaving through the entire series now having to do with the guy who kind of made Neil the man that he is and something that he's after and uh, how it's affected. Because in, in the first episode, so like a puppet master. 
Okay, I'm trying to think if I would go that far, don't but I don't, that think I, don't, I don't think I would go as far as a puppet master, but close enough. In concept, sure, he's a puppet master. But no, it's a really good show. It's a really good show. The guy who plays uh, Peter, Tim Decay, I mean, I know I've seen him in other stuff. He was in Carnival, and I know he's been in other things, but he's really good on this. So and Matt Bomer plays the... Matt Bomer plays Neil Caffrey, who's the criminal who uh-huh. uh, you know played Bryce Larkin on Chuck, who, by the way, not an accountant. Really? Yes, not an accountant. Um, and yeah, he's good. I mean, he's good too, but Willie Garson's on it and he's fantastic. Um, yeah, a lot of really good characters. And we, we really saw his Neil's girlfriend, Kate, for the first time in one of the episodes that we watched recently. And even she's a good character, you know, um, you don't see her that they much. They just keep coming up with these good characters. It's like left and right. Boom, bang, bing, bong. <laughs> um, and I think, oh, and then Homeland. Homeland. We don't have the uh, the showtime, uh-huh. but um, we've received some um, copies of Homeland. From, Sounds illegal. From I don't think it is. Uh, from, <laughs> from, from a friend, and uh, oh my god, did you watch last season? Yes, I love. Oh I my turned god. you onto it. Remember? Oh my god, that show is so it's amazing. amazing. It's seriously like watching a movie every episode. Uh, it won every Emmy. Mandy Patinkin well, is seriously one of the most brilliant actors of our day. Uh, the guy is so natural I and hate so that good. I can't see this. Oh my god! Oh, I'll give you the DVDs. Okay. You keep getting them. Well, she's doing like three or four at a time, so we watched the first three. Oh, I can't believe you didn't bring it. And I'll bring it. All right. Amazing, amazing. But it I looks ter- it looks terrible. It's not an HD. It's like a little screen in the middle of the screen. She doesn't know what she's doing. But yeah. um, you know, this person who works at the studio, um, <laughs> Claire Danes. <laughs> Claire, thank you for sending those. I mean, she's great too. But Mandy Patinkin really it, it just like blows me away with his acting chops. That's why they call him Battleship Patinkin. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of that one. That was really good. <laughs> Battleship Patinkin. I love it. I love it. I'm sure he's heard that before, but I haven't. So not for me. <laughs> no, not from you. All right. <laughs> Ready for some miscellaneous? Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Louis C.K. will host Saturday Night Live this Saturday. All righty. We'll probably watch that then because Amy loves him. Um, now, this is really weird. Seth MacFarlane will host next year's Oscars. Why? 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 I don't know why. Does anybody, does anybody really care about him that much? Uh, he seems like such a dick. Uh, Every time I see him in anything, he seems like such a dick. Yeah. He seems like just a total jerk face. Yeah, he's douchey. Yeah, he is. Totally. Um, We're not I talking don't... about you, Kelsey. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I'm bothered by it because he's really not a performer. I mean, other than you know doing voices on his little cartoon and, there. <laughs> and uh, but uh, but you know I know the reason they're doing it is because they're trying to appeal to a younger crowd. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, then you have this. I am excited about Tina Fey and Amy Poehler will host the Golden Glo- Golden Globes. That'll be fun. Will we get to see their Golden Globes? <laughs> I knew that was coming too. <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint you. <laughs> Uh, Wyclef Jean will appear as a record exec in a multi-episode arc of Nashville. You're the only person excited about that. <laughs> see a lot of Nashville we're gonna, news. I, I was going to say, we're going to see all this <laughs> Nashville news. And everybody's going to be like, so? Who cares? <laughs> um, some of the new shows that have already earned full season pickups are Elementary in Vegas Oh, we've CBS. been watching Elementary. That's yeah. another good show. Yeah. I have to say, Johnny Lee Miller is pretty great on that. He's a great actor. And uh, Really? Yeah. I always thought he was kind of a whatever actor, but he's really good on this. You know, it's weird. It's it seems a weird part for Lucy Liu though, because 
some uh, like on some episodes in particular, she does almost nothing. And, you know, she's arguably going into the series more famous than Johnny Lee Miller, right. I would think. Um, so it, it's interesting from that she standpoint. Annoying? No. And I, okay. and I know exactly what you mean, and I usually right. find her to be annoying, right. and she's not annoying at all. In fact, she's extremely likable on this show. Oh. And um and the well, show then that is, is good acting. The, and the show is <laughs> the show is actually really good. Like yeah. the storylines are out. very clever and and you know their relationship and their takes on Holmes and Watson are really good. In fact, this last episode was Johnny Lee Miller had a very what I found to be a very moving scene with Aiden Quinn who's like the oh, like police guy who he works with, right. you know, who he, he consults with. Um, really, it's actually a very good show. I recommend it. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, other shows that have full season pickups are the Mindy project on Fox, okay. which I've still been watching and still enjoying. Yeah. And arrow on the CW. Oh, you know what? We started watching arrow too. And, um, that's another one that I'm trying to figure out how they're going to keep it going. Yeah. First of all, I would like to say that Katie Cassidy is absolutely gorgeous Katie Cassidy. as a brunette. Oh my god. Oh what she, any of that means. Do you but, know who she is? No. Uh she was on Supernatural and I think she was on Melrose Place, although I never saw that. But she is David Cassidy's the daughter. New Melrose Place. I don't know. I guess not the one with I'm I'm assuming Heather Locklear. She's probably too young to have right. been on that show. <laughs> um but she's David Cassidy's daughter. And she was on ah. Supernatural for a while and um was just okay on that, but uh she's better on this and man is she pretty. Um but, Man is uh, she pretty. But but there's some stuff about it that's already annoying. Like, you know, he, he, the whole thing behind that character. Like, does he is, own a shirt? <laughs> does he own a shirt? <laughs> Every commercial they show of that show, he doesn't have a shirt on. I think he does own a shirt. Yes. Yeah. I well, you know, he he uh, he has a lease with an option. To buy. <laughs> I see. Um, but uh, what's annoying is like he's trying to clean up his city, right? Uh huh. And so so far, every time he goes to get a bad guy, he starts off his confrontation with the bad guy by saying. The person's name, like Tony and Capiro, you failed this city, and then telling him what his transgressions are, and then, and then you know shenanigans ensue. I don't need to hear him say that every time. That's really weird. Yeah. yeah. So we watched a couple episodes, and it was entertaining, but you know, uh, I don't know if we'll keep watching it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm surprised Vegas got a pickup already. I don't know a single person who's seen that show. No, me neither. Might be good though. Yeah, it might be. Carrie Ann Moss, Michael Chiklis, they're both good actors. Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid is a good actor. Yeah, I mean, Carrie Ann Moss and Michael Chiklis. Come on, Dennis Quaid is a good actor. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm still thinking. <laughs> what What has he been in that you're basing that on? Uh, Vision Quest. No. Vision Quest? <laughs> Are you serious? Inner space. No, he wasn't even in that. Inner Space. Oh, okay, fine. He was great in Inner Space. <laughs> I'm just saying that was a joke. No, he's good in everything he's in. He was good in uh, Far From Heaven he was great in. I think he even got a nomination. You have his IMDb up? No. Oh. I thought you were just scrolling through it. Just scrolling. You know, I just like to scroll. Okay. Scroll away. Um, Dennis Quaid. He's been in a lot of good stuff that he's been good in. Okay. Day After Tomorrow. No, I never saw that. I'm kidding. Oh, don't see that movie. Uh, Let's see. I, I did love him in Inner Space. That is a great movie. Is that out on Blu-ray? I don't know. I'd like to get it if it is. We don't have to spend that much time on this yet. I know, and I'm going through like all his movies. And, and you're like, nope, you can't name that one. You can't name <laughs> that one. He was great in Traffic. Uh, who did he play in that? Oh, Traffic. I was thinking of Crash. Never mind. I don't remember him in Traffic. Uh, I didn't even remember that he was in that movie. 
He's been in a lot of movies and a lot I haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, Great Balls of Fire. I never saw that. He's not read it. No, he actually, I, he's, very I don't, o- he's very over the top in it. I really am uncomfortable seeing anything that has to do with balls being on fire. <laughs> that just gives me the heebie-jeebies right down there, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, so anyway. So maybe he wasn't over the top. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe no. that explains his performance <laughs> yeah, completely. I don't know. Um, Andy Samberg will star in a detective comedy on Fox from the makers of Parks and Rec. Well, that could be good. Yeah. He could be funny. You know, he's one of those people that, like, for me, kind of can go either way. Like, sometimes I don't like the kind of humor he does when he gets too, like, intense with his humor and his little movies that he makes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when he's just, like, being funny, I actually like him quite a bit. Right. So anyway. So you think he's funnier when he's being funny? I think he's funnier when he's being less intense is what I mean. I don't like I don't like his brand of humor when it's when it goes in that direction. Um, I'm not sure why you have this last item separate from the item two items above it. Uh, well, because those things are new shows. Some oh, of the new okay. shows. I gotcha. I gotcha. That have earned okay. full season pickups. So anyway, uh, finally, Homeland has been renewed for a third season. Homeland should be renewed forever, basically. <laughs> it is so good. It's so, it's just so good. It's uh, it would almost be worth subscribing to. Showtime, just to I know it. that's that was our struggle when we decided whether to yeah keep, but it was it was a lot more a month. Yeah, it's like fifteen bucks a month, isn't it? Uh, it was like twenty five, just for that. Yeah, for one channel. For what we had, and to add that, yeah, that's insane. Well, because it's not just one; you get it with oh stars. HBO. Oh. No, we have HBO. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't believe it'd be that much more. That's insane. Because we live, it ain't in, worth twenty five bucks a month. No, and because that's uh, six dollars plus an episode, right? Yeah. How many? And it's a short season, right? What was it believe, last? Yeah, season? I believe it was like twelve episodes. Maybe. Yeah, 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 something like that. Um, so is that it for TV? That's it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about movies. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about movies. We have both seen the new movie Cloud Atlas. We have. By the Wachowski brothers and Tom Tickver. Uh-huh. Uh, Wachowski brothers of Matrix fame and Tom Tickver well, of- we can't really say brothers. Brother and oh, sister. Oh, yeah, sorry. The Wachowskis. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Tom Tickver of Run, Lola, Run, and what was the other one you liked of his? Uh, Princess and the Warrior. Princess and the, the Warrior. International. The International, right. International, which we just talked about last week. And actually, I'll talk about today, because it's- one of the movies I've seen. Oh, right. You and I <laughs> talked about it last right. week. Yes, I had seen it before. Um, so the Cloud Atlas basically follows a bunch of different storylines through the ages. Should we say in general what it's about? Uh, yeah, because I don't think there's any right. It's in general, it's about how people, how people's lives and their actions affect sort of their souls through time. Yeah, and, but I think more than that, it's about how humanity stays consistent and, and throughout whatever is happening. And how there are connections that are that are created that are lasting through. I mean, it, right. the poster even says, you know, everything's connected. So you right. can't really say that's not one of the points of the story. No, I'm not I'm but, not denying that, but uh, but, I, but I think the main theme is about how no matter what's going on, humanity is yeah. the same. But but here's the thing about that is is the movie doesn't really reinforce that idea totally because because some of the characters change drastically through the ages. 
right? Only some of them stay the same. Right. But you mean the the overall aspects of humanity right. in terms of okay, in terms of in terms of our ability to be both incredibly kind and incredibly cruel. That right. that never changes about us as a species. I mean, to me, the two things I got out of it, uh, there are those that are kind, and, and you're you're met with challenges which make you choose one or the other. One or the other, right? Where it's either you know choose the kind route or choose the you know they said in the movie a couple times, and I don't think this is spoiling anything by saying this. How like the uh, what was the exact quote? It was something about being weak, and the weak is oh meat. the the uh, the weak is meat, but the strong do eat. Right. Right. The weaker meat and the strong do eat. Right. Right. Kind of a dumb quote, but it is. Um but but what was interesting too is how And then the other quote is from womb to tomb. Right. You're uh <laughs> what was You're gonna it? have to look it up. I know, because it. I want it to be exact. I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna just paraphrase. Tony's it. obsessed with this film right now, you should I know. it's my favorite movie I've seen this year. I love it. It's a very, very good movie. Um visually amazing. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous, and just I got I got the message. I mean, I've been telling people about this movie. Like, you'll either love it or hate it, and I understand why people wouldn't like it. But it spoke to me. I actually personally. don't understand why somebody wouldn't like it. Um, I mean, unless you just really don't want to have to think about something when you watch a movie, right? I I, I don't understand. Well, you know the guy on uh, you know the guy I complain about him all the time about his movie reviews on Channel Nine News in the morning. Okay. He did not like it, and his reason was, uh, I don't want to have to do it. This was his review. I don't want to have to do that much thinking. I want it spelled out for me a little more. Well, that, then that's fine. And I, but you... I have to be honest. This wasn't one of those movies that was so abstract that you're like, what did I just watch? There, can you say that you didn't understand any of that movie? Absolutely not. Well, just the one thing we talked about before. But maybe, but, but that's only because yeah, but I mean, that's a minor it wasn't thing. identified. I, I'm just saying, like at, at the no. end of the movie- you understood everything that went on, and whether, and whether you get out of it what they were trying to say or not right. is, is, all, is different. It's all up to you, but, but it certainly wasn't anything it you wasn't walk confusing. away and go, I don't know what I just saw. No, it wasn't confusing. Not at all. No. It was, it's a really great movie, and it is just stunningly beautiful and um, fantastic. Pretty and much it's fantastic. Epic. I mean, when's the last time we've really seen an epic, an epic yeah. movie like that? And, and an original In one. In scope. You know? It was. Um, From womb to tomb, we are bound to others. Yes. And that was my favorite aspect of the movie. Right. Um, and and the ramifications of that and, and what it... But, but, but what was interesting, too, about the whole thing about, you know, the kindness and the cruelty was that it, it wasn't even cut and dry. It was, no, you know, sometimes people right. changed over the times and sometimes people did both. Right. You know, in a specific part of the movie. Right. Because, you know, the, the movie takes place during different time frames. And um, it's just a really, really great movie. Really great. And some great filmmaking. I mean, just and like. The acting was pretty much fantastic right. all around. I know you don't like Halle Berry, but I thought she was No, great but I, mean, I, w- I won't take away her performance. Yeah. I mean, I, I in no way will say that she was bad. I mean, I just. I, she's just not a personal favorite of mine. Right. But she was great in it. Yeah. I mean, and I have to say for Tom Hanks, like. Tom Hanks is always Tom Hanks. And every right. character he plays in the movie is Tom Hanks. But he is a great actor. Oh, yeah. He was, he was he fantastic. He was phenomenal in, in every role he played. Yeah. But, I mean, he's always Tom Hanks in that role. He doesn't meld into the character like, you know, a Daniel Day-Lewis. or No. No. Uh, speaking of which, did you see the, the preview for the Lincoln movie that Amazing. he's in? Yeah. Amazing. I'm there. Yeah. Like, as soon as it opens. Yeah. That, that man is just a genius as far as actors go. 
But I want to say before we, I mean, do you have anything else to say about this? Because I'd like to. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I, I know you don't want to give away too much. Um, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I thought he was really Tom Hanksy in the in the um, earliest time frame. The Doctor. Yeah, because he was kind of uh, like, oh, you know, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna take that, and you know, he's kind of. He's kind of not very Tom Hanksy, right there. I thought. Yeah, but he's still always Tom. I mean, he's just so Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why we like him. Uh, no, that's why I we know. like him. You know, it's not. A, I'm not. I'm no, not it's saying not a bad it's an thing. Insult. I know what you're saying. No, I know what you're saying. He doesn't. He doesn't. You know, metamorphosize the way no, right. the way that some actors right. do. Um, but I mean, every role he played. That one. That one role where you only see him on screen for maybe like five minutes. Hysterical. Uh, the author. When he plays the author, the British author. That was really oh my funny. God. And he was great. That was really funny. He I, was great. Yeah, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, yeah there's some was, great surprises. And just the stories. Yeah. What I love is there's six different stories, but each story could be its own movie and of a different genre. Right. There's one that's comedy. There's one that's like a like uh, conspiracy right. film in the 70s. There's sci-fi. There's dystopian future film. Yeah. Um, there's a historical adventure. Right. Yeah. I'm missing one. Um, oh, and then the uh, then the the period piece. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I have to say the the movies it clocks into like two and a half hours. Never once was I bored or wanted it to. No, it was speed it up. was a great movie. Yeah. I think it was I think it was appropriately long. Yeah. It, it was what it needed to be. I really um, look forward to the Blu-ray. I hope there's a ton of extra stuff. The and... fifth story, like... The sci-fi story? Yeah. Was really... Um, what I liked about that was it was it was a combination of expose and action. Yeah. And even the expose stuff was like, was like oh my God, what are we going to learn next? Oh my God, uh, what are we going to learn next? That was, it was probably... Like, it was just, it was like, because the story was just so cool. That story and the story about the composer were my two favorite. Yeah. And the most, for me, the most emotional of the six. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, you got to give a lot of credit to the guy who played Sixsmith um, in the, the, um, you know, that other storyline because he, so much of the emotion came from like his eyes right. and his facial, you know, expressions. Right. Um, because the other guy was like a lot more matter of fact about stuff. You know what I mean? Until the end, obviously, right. of that storyline. But, um, yeah, the guy who played Sixsmith was just really fantastic. And and when he was in the next storyline, um, like even then, I I loved how he still carried that with him right. as part of his character. It was it was just so well done. It was so well done. Um, Highly recommend it. Yes. Uh, can I meld into the next one? Yeah, sure. Uh, the thing about this one, I mean, I, I loved almost everything about it, but it did have its flaw. I mean, it, this is certainly a movie that's a sum of its parts, and I love the sum. There may be a couple parts where I had issues with, but overall, I loved it. The next movie I want to talk about that I saw, The Master, which is the one I wanted to see by Paul Thomas Anderson. This is one where I loved so many of the parts, but did not love the sum. Okay. Um, this is that movie that's about, you know, kind of loosely based on the beginning of Scientology. I don't know how much of that is true. I don't know much about Scientology. Right. But, you know, this is about a cultist type well, religion. Well, what did they say happened at the beginning of Scientology? Uh, well, it was this guy who had these followers and he would do these psychological tests. 
okay on people and where he would uh kind of like go into like he attributed a lot to like their past lives and what that he could get out of them i don't know anything about scientology so i don't know right but he would have them do these exercises that were supposed to make them better but you see watching the movie that he'd put people especially um Joaquin Phoenix's character put him through these exercises that at the end like the character really didn't get anything out of it but then he's saying oh well no here's what you got out of it right where it was right. just a bunch it was a malarkey i mean right, you can right, tell right, by right, watching right. it that it was just a yeah. bunch of bs yeah but the guy was making a lot of money sure and selling books and like yeah and uh and that whole premise is great yeah and, and i think it could have been a lot greater had they spent more time on that Okay. But it w- there was this kind of this underlying thing about the relationship between the two. Oh, that right. I didn't, uh, and not like you know, sexual or yeah, or, you, or just, even you just like, didn't care about it, or I didn't buy it really. Yeah, and it just was, uh, it just was so disjointed. I mean, both character is not really likable, so there's you know that right. It didn't really. Yeah, that makes it harder. Um. I don't know. Again, beautifully shot. Like visually, it was stunning, and there are some really dramatic scenes. But overall, I just walked away, and I'm just like, eh, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It just was disjointed for me. Yeah. But uh, but I would still. I mean, if it comes out, don't go to the theater to see it. But if it comes out, there are some scenes that are just really good, amazing. Yeah. yeah. That that I, I would probably still recommend it, but at the end, you're gonna feel a little empty. Like it, it didn't. It wasn't satisfying for me. Right. Again. Um, I also saw the movie Arbitrage. Yes, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that? Who that, is? that I know that I've heard of it. Richard Gere and Susan Sarandon. Okay, it's kind of a he's a big like billionaire mogul. I saw this movie so long ago. This really shows how oh, long, how long it's been since been. we've met. Yeah. Um, he plays this like billionaire who gets caught up in this uh, scandal at work, but then he like has this accident with um this girl he's having an affair with. So it's it's a big cover up movie where he's okay. trying to cover his tracks and cover everything up. Right. And I have to say it's really well done. It was really entertaining. Was it like a based on a like John Grisham novel kind of thing or something like that? Uh, if it is, I don't know that. Oh, okay. I, I didn't but, know uh, if it was really well done. And it really it's 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 the kind of part where Richard Gere is the best. Yeah. So he was great in it. Susan Sarandon's great in it. Yeah. Um, I really she's getting a lot it. of work these days. That lady. Yeah. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. And then I have a couple of classic film projects. Okay. Because of Cloud Atlas um, and Tom Tickfer, I wanted to see The International, which you have seen. Yes. And I loved it. Yeah, I great movie. It was movie. great. Really great movie. Um, good conspiracy movie, good thriller. Absolutely. Um, Again, Clive, visually amazing. Yeah, very nice to look at. Clive Owen, nice job. Uh-huh. Some nice intensity. Naomi Watts was not annoying, which no. I can find. No, I, I really liked her in that movie, too. Yeah. I'm finding maybe it's her uh, accent that I find her annoying. Really? Do you not like an Australian accent in general? Uh, no, I don't think that bothers me, but she did not have an accent in this movie. Right. Or, I'm sorry, let me restate that. She had an American accent in this movie. Right. Since, yeah. to her, she does not have an accent. <laughs> that's, that's right. But, um, but she was good in it. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I liked it in the same way that I liked that Largo Winch that we talked about yeah. a few episodes ago in that like some of the settings, the international settings in other countries kind are of exotic. very like, exotic and extreme yeah, and uh, just very cool and yeah. otherworldly. Right. That it, it just, it's just so different than what we see here every day. Right. So it, it's really cool to, to get to see that in a movie right. a lot of times. Um, and then I saw an old movie from the 60s, like early 60s, maybe even the late 50s. No, I think it's early 60s. 
called Divorce Italian Style. It's an Italian film with Marcello Mastriani. Oh, sure. He plays this guy in uh, Sicily who's married to this woman, but then he uh, falls in love with his cousin, which <laughs> back in old Sicilian times that was common. Yeah. Um, to so, fall in love or to get together with them? To Not necessarily the same thing. Uh, well, he fell in love with it. He wanted to marry her. Yeah. Um, so, but he's married and in the little town he lived in or in that part of Sicily, it w- you could not get a divorce. Okay. So the whole movie is about him trying to find out ways to like murder her. Right. And, uh, it was really entertaining and yeah. really, is it a comedy? Yeah, but it's a dark comedy. Yeah. I mean, it's not like slapsticky right. or anything, but, um, but really entertaining. I mean, it was, uh, it's, it's dark for the time that it came out. Yeah. If you if you are looking for more Italian movies to watch, see if you can get your hands on a movie called um, Johnny Stacchino, which is Johnny Matchstick. It's really funny. Really? Yeah. Let me write that down. It's um, what's his name? The uh, Life is Beautiful guy. Roberto Benigni. Yeah. He, he. I. I don't know if he directed it, but he's the main actor in it, and it's a really really fun movie. It's kind of a. It's kind of a. You know. Classic goofy concept. He's you know mistaken identity kind of thing, uh-huh. um, but <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, I'll look for that. It's very funny. Um, so is that it for your movies? It is. I'm guessing that it's a comedy based on that picture right there. <laughs> <laughs> you would be correct. <laughs> um, okay, so we watched a movie on demand called Safe, which is a Jason Statham movie where um, you, you might find this hard to believe, but he has to. Uh, rescue somebody from bad guys and kick a lot of ass. Stop it. Seriously. Jason Statham. How does he do people. that? I don't with a tuxedo and some balls or something. <laughs> I don't know. But um in this in this one it was a little girl who has a photographic memory and she she remembers everything she sees and hears. And so some people show her this code that uh does something that everyone wants to get their hands on and so he has to protect her from all the bad guys. Um you know if you like that kind of movie and you like Jason Statham you'll like it. It was a solid movie of that type. Um, Did you happen to see the preview for that new Jason Statham movie with Jennifer Lopez? I don't think so. It doesn't look bad. What What is it? Um, there's other big people in it, too. Let me find... I don't even remember the name of it. Like I saw Dom DeLuise? Huh? See Dom John, DeLuise? John Panette? You said there's other big people in it, too. <laughs> is that who you're talking about? Really couldn't think of a big person that was alive before he said Dom DeLuise? <laughs> I said John Panette next. Doesn't that count? Uh, let me see the name of it. Parker. But what's like? What's the gist of it? Uh, a thief with a unique code of professional ethics is double-crossed by his crew and left for dead. Assuming a new disguise and forming an unlikely alliance with a woman on the inside, he looks to hijack the score of the crew's latest heist. So it's another Every other movie. movie. But, but I, got... I will say, though, I will say, if you never saw it, see the bank job with him. Excellent movie. Oh, my oh, gosh. Awesome. It's so good. It's based on a true story, and it's a really, really cool story, too. A really cool story. And it's not like – it's not a typical Jason Statham movie. I mean, it's – it's it's a, there's a lot of action, but it's more of a heist movie, and um, the story is has a lot of twists and turns and is pretty cool. Well, this movie also has Michael Chiklis, Nick okay. Nolte, yeah. and this guy. Remember this guy from The Event? Uh, oh, sure. What's his name? Clifton what? Clifton Collins Jr. Clifton Collins Jr., sure. He's a smarmy little weasel of an actor, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. I've actually met him before. Yeah? yeah. And? Is he a smarmy little weasel fine. of a man? He was fine. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. Um, okay, so we saw that. 
We watched the uh, Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg comedy vehicle, That's My Boy, mm-hmm. which, uh, did you see that, Kelsey? Yeah. And it, it was, <laughs> what do you like? That was a at? yes, by the way. Yeah. I can't believe anyone um, that. And, okay, so let me see if you agree with me on this one, Kelsey. Really stupid, but really funny in, in parts. There were some really, really funny parts in the movie. It was it was strange though, because like the entire movie was about uh, having sex and self pleasuring. I mean, pretty much the entire movie was about that. The, there so was it's a true to life film. There was uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there was obviously a story that you know the movie follows, but his character, Adam Sandler's character, was famous as a teenager because he had an affair with his teacher in school when he was like 13 and she was 20 something. And so, you know, she got arrested and was sentenced to jail. And then he became famous as the kid who, you know, had sex with his hot teacher. And just like, he tried to ride that wave for the rest of his life. And, you know, so obviously think of the kind of person that that would be, but it was, uh, it was actually really funny. I mean, stupid beyond belief, but really funny. Um, So we saw that. We also saw, Hotel Transylvania, which is an animated movie, also with Adam Sandler, um, and a uh, very cute film. Good yeah. for kids, not not really scary, and uh, you know, an, a sweet you know sweet kids movie. Did your child like it? He did. He enjoyed it quite a bit, and he sat through the whole thing, which was very exciting for us because you know that doesn't really happen too often. And uh, when we got out, he said, "I wasn't even scared. I was only scared when 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 Dracula did that one thing, but I wasn't scared other than that." So it was it was a really cute movie, mm-hmm. um, and that's all I've seen. Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> you may continue. All right, I guess we'll move on to miscellaneous then. Please. Uh, Skyfall has a little over a week before its U.S. release, and director Sam Mendes has already stated that he will probably not direct another Bond film because it's too exhausting. I have to say, I read an interview with uh, uh, Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. In I believe it was Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. and he was talking about. I guess there were there were a lot of people that were upset that Heineken is featured in the movie, and what? well, if you've watched you know James Bond movies, he you know that his vodka. drink of choice is vodka martini shaken not stirred, and that when he drinks champagne, it's usually Bollinger or something like that, and so now you know he's drinking a Heineken. Um, and Daniel Craig was like, I mean, what's the big deal? They paid to be in the movie, you know, so what if there's a bottle of Heineken on a bar behind James Bond while he's having a drink? You know, who cares about that? But, oh, he's not even drinking it? I don't think so. I don't think so. So what's the problem? But uh, maybe he is. I don't know. But the point is, is when we went to see Cloud Atlas, there were three commercials during the previews with him in them. One for Sony, one for Heineken, one for something else. And that part kind of bugs me. That it bugs me that they're like pimping that character out that much to all the yeah. paid sponsors. I just don't like that stuff in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it helps get movies made, but I wish they could work out some other way to do that that is less in your face. But I think at the end of the day, like years from now, when you remember that movie, you won't remember any of that. Exactly. Exactly. So it doesn't really matter that much. Right. But uh but, yeah, that's kind of funny about Sam Mendes saying that. Also, you know, uh, this film has been released all over the world already. and uh, Skyfall? Yeah. And it's already made um, – What? It was the second largest opening this past weekend. Second largest opening in British history behind the last Harry Potter movie. Wow. Yeah. And is it getting good or bad reviews? Good. Good. Yeah. Yay. Very excited about that. Yeah. 
And I read somewhere that uh, Daniel Craig had stated that this movie is more in the vein of classic Bond films rather than the last two. So hopefully that means a little bit more humor and a little bit more like wacky gadgets. Yeah. Yeah, probably not as serious. You know. Yeah, because the first two Daniel Craig Bonds were pretty serious. Yeah. I mean, you almost could have just named that character something else and right. had the same movies. You know right. what I mean? Um, this is interesting. Arnold Schwarzenegger will reprise his role as Conan in the upcoming Legend of Conan. Didn't they just do a, a new Conan movie? Yeah, but it bombed. So yeah. now they're going back to Schwarzenegger. Who is he in his sixties? I think he's eighty-four. <laughs> he's not eighty-four. He's at least in his sixties. Grandpa Conan, Grandpa Conan, tell me how. I mean, to I assume he's playing somebody. Conan as an old man. You think so? I certainly hope so. Maybe he's playing a bad guy. Well, no, you said he was. No, he's playing Conan. Role. Yeah. That is a little weird. Yeah. Maybe he's got a desk job now. Right. Legend of Conan. Somebody's got to write it. Maybe he's just a writer now. Um, Wanted 2 is currently in the works without Angelina Jolie. I don't care about that. I don't either. I hated that movie. It was bad. Terrible film. Um, Tom Cruise may star in a new Van Helsing film. What? If you're going to make a new Van Helsing movie, like a redo of the original, the one that was just done a couple years ago? character Van Helsing. Huh. It was a character before that movie. No, I understand, but 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 I'm, what I'm saying is it will have nothing to do with, that with movie the original that was movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, is there gonna be a hot chick in it? Like the last I one had know. Kate Beckinsale. She's pretty hot. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Lego Movie, and I love this title. Does anyone really want to see Tom Cruise playing Van Helsing? I don't. I don't see that as working well. Uh, uh I don't know. Yeah. You know what? I've been one to say, oh, you know what? That Tom Cruise movie isn't going to be so good, and then I'm always. Not always, but usually proven wrong. Like, Tom Cruise is pretty Like what, solid. War of the Worlds? No, that was bad. That was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's not, I mean, you know, he's great in, like, Mission Impossible. Like, the last Mission Impossible I loved. But in War of the Worlds, not so much. Yeah, but he's made a lot more Mission Impossible-type films than he did War of the Worlds. Yeah. If you look at his track record, he's made a lot greater movies than bad movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, anyway, what were you we saying about a Lego movie? Uh, the Lego movie that we've talked about before. Yeah. The Here's the title. I love it. Lego, The Peace of Resistance. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's set for release on De- February. I'm sure that title works even better in Europe than it does, <laughs> than it does here. Uh, it's set for release on February 7th of 2014, the same day the RoboCop remake is scheduled to open. 2014? Yes. That's over a year away. Yes. Wow. It's amazing how they like before the films are even made. That RoboCop movie isn't even hasn't even been made yet, and they have a release date. They have a release date. Ridiculous. I want to say that I read somewhere that the Justice League movie, has which hasn't even been cast yet, twenty twenty seven has a release release date in twenty fifteen. Well, and they it, can't cast it because none of the cast has been born yet. <laughs> But uh, but it already has like a, a tentative release date. That's ridiculous. I just don't get it. Well, they got to buy their advertising. Ugh, it's you know. So stupid. Robert Zemeckis has stated. What if the movie's not done? You know what I mean? It's like when they do these release dates. Like, what if you're not done with the movie yet? You know, stuff can happen. I guess you got to be. Wow. I don't know. Robert Zemeckis has stated that a Roger Rabbit sequel will be one of his upcoming projects. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, do we really want to see a sequel to that movie? I don't know. Yeah. Did you like that movie or no? I didn't love it. Yeah. I didn't hate it, though. I didn't love it, 
I, I liked um I liked the references to other cartoons. Yeah, I liked the references to other cartoons. I liked the casting. I thought was great. Yeah. Um, but, but let's be honest, they could do it without Bob Hoskins or Christopher Lloyd. Sure. Although I would miss. Well, they would have to do it without Christopher Lloyd because right. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Right. Um. I mean, but it's a cartoon, I, 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 so you could really do anything. No, I mean, his didn't his character die? Yeah. yeah but I, I'm saying it's cartoon. Right. 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 right Somehow right. he could have come back. Sure. Um. He's talking rabbit for Christ's sake. No, no, that wasn't him. That <laughs> no, wasn't. I'm saying Roger Rabbit is oh. talking rabbit, so you can do anything. Yeah, I think Jessica should get naked in this one. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on. Yeah. Transformers Four may star Mark Wahlberg, Come who on. is in talks to appear. <laughs> Come on. Why is there even going to be a Transformers Four? That's so ridiculous. Instead of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's done. That's crazy. Mark Why would Wahlberg. you even make another movie? I have no idea. Well, this one's going to be serious. Didn't they like end the storyline? I don't know. I didn't see the last two. I don't know. Um, Daniel Radcliffe's Woman in Black is getting a sequel. Did you ever see the first one? No. Me neither. Um, Amy Adams may star in a Janis Joplin biopic directed by Precious director Lee Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just looking for news tidbits here. <laughs> Um, I like Amy Adams. I thought he'd put it in there. Yeah. Old school comic strip Family Circus is headed to the big screen as a, as is a CGI version of the Peanuts. Oh. Why, well, why why do you have why to do mess that? with the Peanuts? But Family Circus, like nobody cares about that. Oh my god, that's the worst. Nobody cares <laughs> about worst. Family Circus. Family Circus is the worst thing Seriously, on the comics page. Nobody cares about Family Circus. And why would you CGI <laughs> Peanuts? Just do a regular cell animated thing. Leave them it's alone. Classic. Just leave the classics. It's classic. Leave it to the classics. Have, have you ever seen, you know, they made a bunch of new, like, holiday Charlie Brown cartoons. Have you ever seen any no. of them? They're all, they're terrible. They're terrible. Ugh. Why would you mess with that stuff? I don't know. Why isn't the Schultz family like, well, they're probably getting a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. No, this is really funny. Finally, a bit of politics before next week's election. Joss Whedon released a tongue-in-cheek video endorsing Mitt Romney for president, stating that the nominee stands behind change that the director can believe in, one that would lead to a zombie apocalypse. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very funny. Is the video funny, or is it just him talking? Well, I mean, it's him talking funnily. I mean, he's staunch, <laughs> like, Democrat. He's well, from, obviously. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that it for movies? That's it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about everything else. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about everything else in the old matchup. Moosh, moosh. Moosh. I'm not waiting anymore. Moosh. Uh, <laughs> Windows 8 is out. No, you got to stop mooching. Windows 8 is out, and you can now buy computers and tablets preloaded with Microsoft's latest OS. So over the weekend, I set up a new computer for a client uh, with Windows 8 on it. I have to say it's really cool, but I, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to have a very difficult time adjusting to because the learning curve. Because it's so curve. different. Because it's so different. Because, you know, there's no, you, you don't, it doesn't boot to the desktop with a start button anymore. It boots to that start screen, which has all the tiles on it, which looks really cool. And it's really cool to use. Um, and it, it, the other thing that's neat about it is a lot of the tiles are live. So, like, the tile, well, one of the one of the new changes is that you can have your, if you have a Windows Live ID or something like that, or like uh, an email address at a you know any Microsoft run service, you can have that be your login for the computer. 
And so when I set this up for my client, he gave me his login info for his MSN account. And so I used that as to create his login. And so as soon as Windows booted up for the first time, the tile for the mail program was like cycling through his latest five messages, the subjects and who they're from, so that you can see who your latest messages are from without even having to click it, which is kind of cool. What's also cool about that is whatever you use as your login for Windows, it follows you everywhere. So if I go onto any other computer with Windows 8 on it and log in as that, it brings all your stuff there, like all your settings. And if you save stuff to SkyDrive, you'll have access to it on that computer and everything without having to do anything right. just by logging in, which is really, really cool. But it'll carry over your desktop and your tiles and all that kind of stuff if, from from what I've read anyway. I haven't tried it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and so much stuff is optimized for touch, for using touch that, um, you know, it's just, it's really different. Like there's no start button anymore because the whole start screen is like all your stuff right there. It's like a big start button. It is. Like a big start button. Um, and it's really easy to get to the desktop because, you know, there, there are Windows 8 apps which run, you know, from tiles on in that start space and all have some, like, consistent features to them. Those are completely different than regular desktop apps like Microsoft Word and Outlook and all that kind of stuff. Right. So you can get to the desktop real easily just by clicking a button, you know, and, and then you can run all your apps there. And it's weird because there are some programs that have their regular version and a Windows 8 app version, which are not the same and don't necessarily talk to each other. So I think people are going to get a little bit confused by that too. I'm already confused because there's a there's a store button that if you click that, you can go on to buy apps for you know Windows 8 apps, just uh-huh. like you could on the App Store on the iPhone or something like that. But they're only when you go into the store, it's only Windows 8 apps, so it's not regular desktop apps. So like I actually bought something for this client, thinking it was the regular version of the software, and it was the Windows 8 app version. And they're totally different. Um, so just be careful what you buy. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, because you might have to pay for it and then be like, what? Right. So, you know that old saying. Yeah. Right. Be careful what you wish for because you might have to buy it. And then you'll be like, what? That's, right. That's the old saying. Uh, in other releases, Apple has released their 7.9-inch iPad mini as well as a new iPad that now has a retina display. Um, that would be the new new iPad to replace the old new iPad, which is no longer available. Prices for the new new iPad that's just called iPad with Retina Display are the same as the old new iPad that didn't have it. iPad Mini starts. So that's at, the only difference between the most recent iPad and the no, new iPad. There's something else. I don't remember what. You it know, it's so weird that I didn't even know that. I mean, I knew they had an announcement, and I thought it was all about the Mini. I, I didn't know no. there was a new iPad as well. No, there's a new iPad that replaces the old new iPad. But yet the iPad 2 is still available. I thought the last iPad had Retina Display, doesn't it? I don't know. Wow. Um, so the prices for the new new iPad... No, the price for the iPad mini starts at $329 for a Wi-Fi-only 16-gig model and goes up to $659 for Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi plus LTE with 64 gigs. 660 bucks for an 8-inch iPad. That is ridiculous. It will sell out. You think so? Yes. I'm not sure I understand where the market is for this. I mean, yeah. I, the iPad seems like such a good size. Right. It's not too big. It's not too small. You know, it's it's big enough to be easy to read, but it's not so big that it's cumbersome. I, I think they felt they just had to answer to the Kindle Fire. Seriously. But the Kindle Fire is like a fraction of the cost of the iPad. No, They're not answering. So much less. What are you talking about? Doesn't it start at like $199? Oh, does it? 
I think so. Oh. So I think it's cheaper. Uh, the Navy is getting into the game of drones. <laughs> I see how I did that. Uh, last week, they test-fired anti-armor missiles from a 36-foot remote-piloted boat at floating targets two miles away. The obvious first use of such a technology is against Somali pirates and their ilk. Do you want to ask me how many Ali pirates there are? No, I know there's some. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I had to take a drink of water. Uh, David Ruffner and David Greer, researchers at New York University, created the first-ever working tractor beam. So far, it only works on microscopic particles, but it's the first time it's ever been done, which is really cool. They were able to use their tractor beam to pull silica particles 30 micrometers through water. Their concept could also be used in space, so it's definitely a step in the right direction towards a functioning and useful real-life tractor beam. That is really cool. And they did it with light. So somehow they got beams of light to move particles through water. That is bizarre. Uh, the state of Texas just opened its first superhighway, SH-130, that goes between San Antonio and Austin. The stretch of road is the first in the U.S. to feature an 85-mile-per-hour speed limit. And to test both the toll collection and speed enforcement systems at high speed, the state asked auto-tuner John Hennessy to bring a couple of fast cars to see what would happen. The fastest car he brought was a 1,226-horsepower modified Cadillac CTSV that does 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds and can reach a top speed of 242 miles an hour. That is crazy. That's like Bugatti Veyron speeds. Bugatti. Yeah. Uh, the toll collection <laughs> system worked fine at speeds of 180 miles per hour, and the cops tagged the car at over 220 miles per hour, so everything's working great. That would be really nice if more highways had an 85-mile-an-hour speed limit. Not with the idiots that I uh, um, encounter on the road on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah, You're probably in an urban area, though. I'm not saying you should put that there. I don't think you need to drive 85 in the middle of Chicago. <laughs> Last week, Boeing and the Air Force tested a new kind of missile that can zap enemy buildings with microwave energy that causes all electronics in the building to stop working. The idea is that such missiles could be used to render enemy communications and weapon systems inoperable without causing any structural damage or loss of life. I am all for that kind of weapons development. I'd like one of those weapons. I mean, and what's really cool is it, it it's not like the missile hits a building. It just flies past buildings and goes zap, zap, zap. So in their test, they had a bunch of different buildings set up like out in the desert, and, you know, they all had computers running and stuff like that, and the missile zapped specific buildings, and all the electronics in those buildings were fried and wouldn't work anymore, and all the buildings around them were fine, which is so cool because if the, if your enemies can't use any electronics to take you out, then that's a much better answer than actually destroying stuff and killing people. You know what I mean? That was really neat. Mm -hmm. What would you use it for? You said you wanted one. Just turning stuff off. Yeah, I guess switches it's like that. it's like a big clapper. <laughs> it is like a big clapper. <laughs> a little bit more expensive, I think. Uh, finally, if the little Italian Fiat 500 has caught your eye, but you want to be a bit more green, here is some good news: an all-electric version of the 500 will make its official de debut at the LA Auto Show next month. You know, I live right next to a school, and in the parking lot of the school, they have uh, where a couple zip cars park, and one of the zip cars there is a Fiat 500. Yeah. I'm tempted to just, I mean, you have to pay 60 bucks a year, so I don't want to do it for that reason. But yeah. if it was just like, if you could just pay one time only and not pay that 60 bucks a year, yeah, I would. Uh, Why don't you just take one for a test drive? Yeah, but then someone's with you. and Oh, I see what you're saying. What if you want to pull wheelies? Yeah. Good luck with that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the engine's in the front, right? <laughs> uh, um, reverse wheelies. There, there you go. You might be able to do that. Um 
Yeah, I mean, it's a really cool-looking little car. But, you know, like I've said before, the original version was not fun to drive. I have not driven the Abarth, so I don't know if that's better. I'm assuming the electric one would actually be pretty fast, because usually electric motors have so much torque that they're pretty zippy. Electricity's come a long way. Mm, it's pretty much the same as it was. It's it's still electricity. Yeah, it's powerful now. It was always that. It came from lightning originally. Pretty powerful yeah. stuff. But now we're able to harness that. Okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, Benjamin Franklin, why don't you lead us into the next part of the show where we reveal our votes for the best and worst entertainment moments of the week. Please, Ben, please give us your worst. Um, it was, I bet you it was getting zapped by that key. No, I tried to come right? up with something that we didn't already talk about. Um, I'm having a problem. I don't think I mentioned this last time. I'm having a problem with the iPhone. Mm. Uh, with Maybe I did mention this. Did I mention the podcast thing? Yes. Okay. How, it would, how it would start up again. If I yeah. took a phone call? Right. Okay. Well, I did have another little iPhone. Uh, <laughs> well, you know Sorry, what? It sounded like think... me in the early days No, of the I have podcast. a couple things wrong with the phone. First of all, uh, I've talked to many people who tell me that they can't hear me when I'm on the phone. And it's not like the phone is away from my head. It's next to my head. But I've got to talk into the mouthpiece. And my mother refers to it when it's not completely on my mouth that it sounds like I'm in a can. It does sound like that. I've heard it myself. Um, I think I need to return the phone. Really? You don't think no. it's ju- just an iPhone 5 thing? No, I think it's my – no, because I've talked to others who – I mean, you don't have that problem. It didn't – It d- didn't. wasn't there one time when you said it sounded like I was far away or something? But it didn't sound like I was in a tin can. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, but in addition to that, then there was one day I had gone to work, and I find that if I don't – I always face the, the touch screen on my leg when right. it's in my front pocket. Because you don't want it to get scratched. Right. Um, and sometimes when I'm at work, if I haven't like powered it off, it'll, like I'll put it in my pocket on, so yeah. then my leg will do things on the phone. Oh. Well, there was one day I was at work, and all of a sudden my leg is on fire. I mean, not literally. Like really hot. But my leg is really hot, and I realized that for the last however long it took for this to happen, I had had the flashlight app on. Oh, boy. And um, But I'm wearing thick pants, so it didn't shine through my pants. <laughs> but uh, it was the phone was so hot, and it had gone from like 100% down. It was at like 4%. Wow. Which I didn't even know it would go that low. Yeah, I, thought it I would think it would just shut it. off. Yeah, no. Wow. So uh, so just little iPhone things are, are bugging me. And I think yeah. I'm going to have to return the phone because of the the speaker quality you know speaking of the iphone and iphone apps i should point out that not only is this episode of the pause.com entertainment ah. podcast brought to us by yumbly where you can search restaurants and menus to find exactly what you're hungry for yum uh i'm very hungry but <laughs> also prepared for that <laughs> the, the yumbly app is now available for iphone and ipad uh i haven't started advertising that yet but i'm telling you our valuable listeners so that especially if you live in the chicago area you can download the yumbly app and use it to search restaurants and menus and, to find exactly what you're hungry for, yum. And, <laughs> and how much would someone pay for that? Somebody would pay app. zero for that privilege. Zero? It's a free app available at the <laughs> Apple App Store now. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, but seriously, if you're in the Chicago area, grab it. Check it out. It's pretty useful because you can find stuff that's near you. You can find stuff that's not near you. You can find soup if you want. Mm-hmm. I think there's a big market for soup. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's getting colder. Oh, that's true. Um, and uh, you haven't even used it yet, have you? Yeah, we used it today. <laughs> and you used it before that? Uh, yeah, I bring stuff up. Such a liar. Very busy right now. Give me a break. Um, all right, so uh, for my worst entertainment moment of the week, we watched another movie that I didn't mention before. Ah! We were trying to find something to watch. I and can't believe this... Uh, 
Adam Sandler movie didn't make this part. No, it was it was that was actually really funny. Um, no, so you, you know I don't know what it is, but Comcast is really slow to add new movies. Did you ever notice that the on-demand movies? Like it seems like the list I only gets go there for movies updated like once a month or something. Yeah. So anyway, there right, was though. like there was there was really nothing we wanted to watch a movie and there was really nothing that looked that interesting. Don't you have Netflix instant streaming? Yeah, but I told you my issue with that. It's not in surround sound. Oh, I thought you figured that out. Well, I figured out that it has to do with the Blu-ray player, but we were watching it downstairs, and that Blu-ray player doesn't have surround sound through Just Netflix. Just a new Blu-ray player. Well, maybe, but we hadn't done that yet. So anyway, so we see this movie with Christian Slater and Sean Bean called Soldiers of Fortune. And we're like, well, you know, it's Christian Slater and Sean Bean. That sounds like it could be all right. Mm-hmm. Worst mistake we've made in a long time. I think this movie... I honestly think this movie was made by Russian mobsters who wanted to be a part of Hollywood <laughs> and just decided they were going to make this film. It was so bad that we tur- had to turn it off after about 15 minutes. I mean, maybe maybe it was 20 or 25 minutes. But it's Sean Bean. Sean Bean. You, you'll recognize him if you see him. Um, he was the... He's no relation to Mr. Bean. Uh, we, we, I can't confirm that or deny that. Actually, I bet in some circles he is Mr. Bean. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure in most circles where Mr. Bean is not actually present. Oh, this guy. Yeah, that guy. So, you know, it's like two pretty decent actors. And, uh, and yeah, it was ter- – I mean, it was just so terrible. The music was terrible. The acting was terrible. What was the, the name editing, of it? editing Soldiers of Fortune or Soldier of Fortune or something like that. I mean, just absolutely terrible. Oh, it's recent too. The concept of the movie is that – Oh, and Ving Rhames and yeah, Dominic Monaghan. That's what I'm saying. Like all these people who were in it, and it was awful. I swear, it was like a bad – Freddie Rodriguez, James was- Cromwell. Right? All these big names. James Cromwell plays a very scary character on the new season of American Horror Story Asylum. Does he play himself? No. Oh. Does he at any point say, that'll do, pig, that'll do? So it, really what the movie was about was wealthy thrill-seekers who pay huge premiums to have themselves inserted into military adventures, only this time things don't go exactly to plan. I would say that's a fair analysis. Okay. <laughs> and we got to the part where the wealthy thrill-seekers were introduced, and then we just we couldn't watch anymore. Uh, this is always a fun little game. So out of 10, what do you think the IMDb rating for this movie is? If it's more than two, I will be shocked. It is more than two. Really? Yes. I don't know. 4.2. That, that's very generous. And its meta score is 19. Out of? 100. <laughs> well, that's more accurate because that's pretty much a two. <laughs> the LA Times uh, mini review for this. A movie with a location named Snake Island should deliver more fun than this. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was so, like, you couldn't watch it. I think I've made better movies than oh, here's, that. Oh, here's your review. From the New York Times. For the cast, shooting the movie in Ukraine may have been a working vacation, but for viewers, watching it is an excruciating sentence of hard labor. There you go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very fair way, review. That accompanies their zero out of 100 review. Not- <laughs> zero. <laughs> Come on, you got to at least give him like five I gave points. It zero. You got to at least give him five points for getting those people to be in the movie. I would give him five points just I for that. Gave it zero <laughs> out of a hundred. It was seriously like one of the worst things I've ever seen. It was terrible. I honestly don't know how they got those people to be in it. It's like they lost a bet or something. Oh, well, maybe like they said, vacation in Ukraine. Oh my god, Ukraine's very pretty actually. It was. So, you've been there? No, but I have a Ukrainian friend who always sends me postcards. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know she's not getting them here? Just uh, writing Ukraine on them. Just going through a lot of trouble. <laughs> I've seen people do l- more for less. I don't know what I'm talking about. I yeah. So what, what about your best? Oh, I, I Cloud think Atlas. I can, I absolutely. Think I can guess. Absolutely, yeah. Cloud Atlas. Yeah. 
Um, I would put that probably in my top ten movies of all time. Wow. Yeah. Wow, it really spoke ten. to you. Top ten. Yeah. yeah, I was just very moved by it, and I really want to see it again. Very rarely do I want to see a movie again in the theater. Yeah. It was a very good movie. Yeah. yeah uh, I would probably put that as my best, too. I, I think it might be a toss-up between that and Homeland, because the first three episodes of Homeland were unbelievably good. Yeah, thanks good. for bringing that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually thought you were watching it. I thought you had that. No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I know. No. Thanks for paying attention. I don't actually have anything to bring. Uh, you know, actually, I have uh, I have another bad. Okay. Really? <laughs> no, it's just when I went to see Cloud Atlas, you know, I, I like to go to movies by myself. So by myself, I go and I buy a small popcorn, buttered, and my yep. medium Diet Coke, go into the theater, and the second I sit down, I have dropped my popcorn, and it spills all over the aisle that I'm in. <laughs> So then, like an idiot, luckily the movie had started. I go up to the front. I'm like, "Yeah, I spilled my popcorn," and uh, and so they gave me a free popcorn, which was nice because yeah, I was willing nice. to pay for it because I nice. dropped it. Yeah, but uh, I guess it's not really the worst. But it was embarrassing because there were, you know, it was the day it came out. So sure, there were other it was people crowded. Yeah. It was crowded. Um, now, what what brand of theater do you usually go to? Regal Cinemas. Okay, so the one that we usually go to is, I believe, a Cinemark. Yes, we and, have those. Um, that's the one with uh, Front Row Joe, you know, the cat in the yeah right. So, um, so for, so Cinemark is getting a little nasty lately. I've noticed. Um, they they uh, they play this thing about no texting and no talking, you know, which all the movie theaters do, which is fine. But now it's just like a little animation of a phone and, you know, circle slashes and stuff like that with this really snotty announcer guy who's like, so don't be the person we asked to leave the theater because we will. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, really? Like, you're getting so snotty about it. I saw that one. I saw the master at a Cinemark theater and I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And there was something else that was like kind of nasty. They just want you to know they mean business. Well, they do mean business. They had armed guards there. (laughs) I might have imagined that part. But, um, and you still haven't seen Argo, huh? Everyone I have not. I really everyone want I talk to. to says it's unbelievable. The other day it was between Argo or Cloud Atlas, but I've been waiting yeah. for Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I really want to see Cloud yeah. Atlas too. But I think Argo might have to be the next. Well, I don't know. James Bond's coming out this uh, week, right? Is this it, week? I don't think it's this week. I think it's next week. Well, I don't understand why we're getting it after the rest of the entire world. Why you got to be so greedy? Well, why why can't they just show it to us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, why are we getting it last? I don't get it. You need to just chill out. I don't think I do. Oh, you know, I I did see another movie, actually. I watched uh, The Spy Who Loved Me on the the big James Bond Blu-ray collection, which, by the way, I got for a very good price because... Yeah, Skyfall's not till the 9th. Oh, yeah. So we got like a week and a half. You've got Wreck-It Ralph this week, though. Yeah. That looks cool. Might be a good family movie. About a video game bad guy who does not want to be a video game... Oh, my God, Lincoln comes out on the 9th as well. Really? Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be any crossover scenes. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Then you've got the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 on the 16th. How many of those movies have there been? I think this is the last one, thank God. But how many have there been so far? The, oh, you know what else I want to see is Life of Pi. That's a great trailer. That comes out on the 21st. Are you talking about the boat trailer? Yeah. Yeah. The one with the Because the there's another trailer, too. Oh, really? Yeah. That looks really good, doesn't it? Uh, I've heard good things about the the book. I don't, you know, I would I would think that the movie would be good, but I don't know. It's very negative. Um, I didn't really. Say and then you've got the new on Christmas Day. You've got the new. Uh, You're getting a little out there in terms of the calendar now. 
Oh no, that's only a month and a half away. Well, that's like two months. Two isn't months. It? Yeah. Uh, you've got the new Twen- Quentin Tarantino movie, Django Unchained. I don't care about seen that. that. You really haven't. Yeah. What's What's the last Tarantino movie you've seen? Uh, probably Kill Bill. It's not one of my favorites. I like the first one better than the second one. I don't remember which one I liked better. You saw both? Yeah. You should really see Inglorious Bastards. Although, you know what? You don't like gratuitous gore, and there's a ton of it. Well, that's one of the reasons I don't like his movies. It's so yeah. ridiculous. It's just ridiculous how much gore you He would love in. Jackie Brown. Did you ever see Jackie Brown? No. That's a great movie. Is it? Yeah. And it's not. that's his most mainstream movie. Yeah. Like, like it's not him trying to be like, hey, I'm yeah. really clever, and right. you know, look right. what I'm doing. No, it's it's, but it's, it's actually a good straightforward movie. good. Yeah, you know what? I'll own it too. But will I ever get it back? That's really the question. Probably not. <laughs> You're not gonna watch it again. What difference does it make? You don't have time for that. It's TV season. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? That's all I got. Well, don't forget, people, that you can visit us on Facebook, which you should do. You should because you should you're not doing us, it, and you should do it. You should write us letters and messages and and and, and questions and, and comments questions and, and emails. To say comments. Let us know if you've seen Cloud Atlas and what you think. Yeah. And if you didn't like it. Yeah. Expect Keep to a yourself. lashing. <laughs> I'm not going to be involved in that, by the way. I'm on parole. Um, but uh, And if you have not already done so, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, where you can leave us a review and a rating, which we would greatly appreciate. And other than that, uh, we're sorry again that it took so long to get this episode out. It's a loose Th- fault. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.